We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Brunson will inbound. Morant playing off the inbounds. R.J. Barrett back to Brunson. Brunson on the drive. Kicks it out. Reddish. A corner three. Bang! Cam Reddish from downtown to tie the game. And Tyler Jenkins calls timeout with three seconds remaining. Blood of the Panda, what's going on? Macri eating crow game one on a loss is a great silver lining. <laughs> uh, hashtag, let, hash, hashtag let Cam cook. Hashtag Obi Avengers. Yeah, I, I think Obi played great tonight. Whatever. It's one game, right? Um, Barry Craver, what's going on, Barry? Good to have you. Great having the post-game analysis back. Glad you're here. All 900 plus in this live stream. Oh, that's awesome. Should sign up for the KFS newsletter. Best uh, knicker blogger out there. Uh, sure. Yeah, I'll give a shameless plug to the newsletter. Um, sign up for the newsletter uh, on Substack. Just, you know, Google Google Knicks Film School Substack and you can sign up. We'll have a, uh, I'll have a full write-up tomorrow. Hi, Andrew. You're on mute, I think. I think you're still on mute. Am I good now? Yeah, you're good. The link to the KFS newsletter for those of you oh, watching you is right below John's face on YouTube. So Wonderful. right below us, it's in the description. Um, continue with your live stream, John. Uh, I'm just looking at Benji just put out his grades. Um, thank you, by the way, for the shout out, Barry. Final grades for tonight. Um, can I read these? I'm going to read these. Unless you just want to put up the tweet, Andrew. Yeah, maybe Andrew should just put up the tweet. Um, I think we could do that. But just looking briefly at, at, at Benji's grades, I uh, read, 
read the next super chat. I'll get the tweet and put it up. How's Sounds that? Sounds good. That's good. Reverend John Ortiz. Thank you. Evan has no business on this team, in my opinion. Wish we could get rid of him. Keep up the good work with KFS. Bye. Best pod and awesome producer. He, it, Andrew is the best producer. Um, yeah, I want to get rid of Evan. I'd love to get rid of Evan Fournier. I don't want Evan Fournier on this team. I think even if even if on balance this team if you just like eliminated Evan Fournier and you traded him into into thin air and you got nothing back, do I think the Knicks would be a better team? No, I don't. I don't think they would be a better team. Do I think it is for the best that Evan Fournier is not here? Yeah, I do. For where this organization is at and for several other reasons, like, yes, I think that is for the best. Um, I just don't know that you could bury him, you know, but I don't know. We'll see. Maybe they do. Maybe they surprise me. So yeah, here's, here's Benji's final grades. Brunson C plus agree. Fournier C plus agree. Barrett D minus. I think he's being generous. Randall A minus. I like it. Robinson D man. Harsh on Mitchell Robinson. Really did not care for the foul trouble there. Um, quickly D minus given Barrett and quickly the same grade. Uh, I guess. Sure. That's fine. Rose C minus. Yeah. Cam Reddish. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think if should it be an A plus. Yeah, A, a is good. Toppin C minus, fair. Hardenstein A minus. Yeah, that all sounds right to me. The Knicks had three really good players tonight. I um, I saw someone said in the Discord, uh, again, shout out to our patrons, um, that they know who. I mean, the the three stars of the game are obvious. It's Hardenstein, Reddish, and and Randall. The only question is what the order is, and I'm not. Not not sure about that. Um, some just some other thoughts from Benji. RJ question mark. That's all you could do. Brunson shot diet is a concern. Um, quickly, oddly indecisive. Yeah, another guy though that kind of has started. He started slow last year. Tibbs no trust in Obi. Yep. Yes. Nice signs from Randall and Cam Hive. Yep. Good good calls all around. Um. Darth Hayes. We lost because of RJ shooting. Randall played well. Still not sold on Cam. One game is not going to kill Tom, but Mitch should have played till he fouled out. Um, you know, there was a possession there, I think, in the fourth quarter where I the it was a I think, oh, the jaw runner, right? But yeah, at the end of the game. Um, or at the end of regulation, where I was like, should Mitch have been in there? That was the only time I was like, maybe you should have put Mitch back in. He was cold. Like Hardenstein been playing for a while. I don't have an issue with it. Um yeah, I don't have an issue with it. Um, but that's fine. So it's a fair take. Haitian Fergal one more. RJ's problems at the rim have a lot to do with lack of foot speed and inability to create separation. Shout it louder for the folks in the back. He either bangs it off the backboard or gets blocked. I mean, I'll say this. Try to defend the guy who shot three for eighteen tonight. Um, the thing, the 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 RJ stuff that always frustrated me, and I've said, I mean, anybody who's been watching me for a while has heard this literally dozens of times. Were were those two or three or four or five shots a game where it just looked like, my God, you're not close. Just like, like, how is a player who can shoot that shot so close to the basket and miss it by that much or have it look so ugly? How is he ever going to turn into a really good player? 
again, I, I, I would need to go back and rewatch it. I don't feel like we saw that tonight. I feel like we just saw just a guy who was like, you know, just one shot after another. It was like, oh, that missed, that missed, that missed. Were there any that were egregious? No. But were they misses? <laughs> yes, they were misses. Uh, it's annoying. It's annoying. I, yeah. Brian Twibell. What's going on, Brian? Uh, Randall played great. The Knicks were really fun to watch outside of the win. I saw a lot to love tonight. Uh, yeah, I think that's that's a I think that's about as optimistic a take as I could co-sign. Um, I again, I don't know that. They, I mean, they, yes, they were fun to watch in the second half. I'll say that they were not fun to watch in the first half. Um, but good good thoughts there. Thank you, Brian. Darth Hayes referring to my first super chat. We good though. Not worried. Okay. I'm not. I mean, again, it depends on what your expectations were. I was vacillating between 40 and 43 wins. I ended up predicting 43. There was a part of me looking at the schedule that feels like, eh, maybe 40 is the better prediction. You know, 40, 41, 42, 43, somewhere in that range. So if your expectation is that they win a number of games in that range, then should tonight leave you despondent? No, I don't think so. Should be fairly encouraged. Sage of the Knicks path. What's going on, Sage? Cam minutes is IQ's minutes. Oh, I don't know about that. Um, IQ, first guy off the bench tonight. Healthy Derek Rose makes this possible. Ooh. Uh, I think IQ is going to keep playing. I don't think one bad shooting night is going to relegate quickly to the doghouse. Um, I'm just, I cannot tell you how endlessly fascinated I am by what happens on Friday night. And like the, the most obvious solution is like just kick the can down the road for two more days and leave Grimes on the sideline. Um, Is that what they're going to do? We'll see. I just, I mean, it's fascinating to me. Like really, I'm really starting to wonder, like, does this push their hand on a Fournier trade, you know? And like, what does it cost? to dump Fournier's salary. Like that is not how this front office is operated at all, at all. Maybe they change. We'll see. Charm city Knicks fan. What's going on? Welcome back. KFS fan. Welcome back to you. Great to see you. Thank you. Uh, Zach Horowitz. Go down, Zach. What's up, John? Hell of a way to kick off the season. Loved seeing Randall's energy and Brunson dominating that. Oh my God. Uh, that that hoe Morant in the post. I got to read what's on the page. With slightly better shooting and less bizarre officiating, we win. Um, yeah, I'm not, I can't like sit here and be like the the refs lost us this game. It's not not one of those for me. Um, yeah, I you know, I think what Benji gave Brunson a C minus. I think that's the appropriate grade. Brunson wasn't great tonight. And I've I've been, you know, talk about eating crow. I've been touting Brunson all offseason long. But like to me, and, and I don't mean to pile on, but like when you give a guy a hundred million dollars, like this is the bad game you should get from them. Like the Brunson game tonight, that is a that is an appropriate bad game for a hundred million dollar player. And I think I've made my point. 
Um, Dom Cappuccini, what's going on, Dom? It burns, of course. Yes, it does. Fortunately, we won't see Adams every night. No, we will not. Um, I'm encouraged, considering they don't play down to lesser teams to follow up. Hashtag we back. We're going to try to get that going if they if they're actually decent this year. Um, man, go out and win these three games. Go out and win these three games. I believe I saw before that Charlotte had decimated, I think, um, whoever they played tonight. Charlotte played uh, San Antonio, right? Um, with no Lamella ball, obviously. And yeah, they they won that game 129 to 102. So that's the third game of the homestand. Open the homestand with uh, Detroit and Orlando. Tough to judge those two teams because they played a tough game against each other tonight. Pistons won 113 to 109. Um, Paolo Banquero, man, is Paolo Banquero going to be the best player on the floor when the Knicks play the Magic? I don't know. Maybe. Just put up 27 points tonight. Seems to look pretty good doing it. Franz Wagner put up 20. Um, Jalen Suggs looked apart. Like, is Orlando a terrible team? I don't know about that. Uh, look at Detroit. Um, Cade, not a great shooting night. Still got 18 and 10. Okay. Jaden Ivey, 19 points. Pretty good. Bogey, 24 points on 16 shots. Sounds pretty good to me. Like, these are not terrible teams. Like, the Knicks are going to have to come out and play really well if they want to get these three games. And, man, let me tell you, they better come out and get these three games. And, no, I did not mention Jalen Duran. Jalen Duran, nice game, 22 minutes, 14 and 10. So, good job by him. Um. Yay! It's Pastor Claudio. Go KFS. What's going on, man? Great to see you. Uh, buzzer beater. John, give Fournier the key to the weight room so we can go and take those ankle weights off. Man, a lot of Fournier hate tonight. I mean, this is there's always something on the post game that like I did not see coming. I did not expect all the Fournier hate coming tonight, but that's that's fine. Uh, Kevin with another one. Want to give you some space to talk about Brunson's fourth quarter offense. Um, I know he didn't shoot well overall, but as you said tonight, it's why you pay him. Yeah, I mean the, the shots that he made were 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 tough shots. I think he went. Um, hold on one sec, I'll pull it up. I know he didn't hit a bunch of three. What did he make? I want to say he made one three tonight. Um, and inside the arc, he was he was better, not great, but better. But yeah, so Brunson was one of four from deep inside the arc. He was six of fourteen. That's about as bad as you're ever going to see Brunson shoot. And yeah, in the fourth quarter, he was good. He made a couple tough shots. And I liked how they ran the offense through him in the fourth quarter, at the end of the fourth quarter, and in overtime. That's why you pay him. Um, I have, you want to talk about zero concerns? I have zero concerns about Jalen Brunson going forward. Little concerns about whether the Knicks give him enough spacing to do what he's going to do, but no concerns about Brunson going forward. Uh, Jacob Reality, what's going on, Jacob? Thank you. Very, very, very generous contribution. Well, that one stings, but overall, positive takeaway. Knicks can go and play with the best of them. They just as easily lose to the worst next game. And that separates playoffs versus play in, but the effort should be consistent all year. Really good comment. Um, I'm going to give you a little bit of pushback on a, on a couple fronts. Um, I Well, no, just one front. I agree with you. Well, no, two fronts. I agree with you. That going like they need to go out there and and take care of business the next game and they cannot like play poorly and lose the next game. 
here's the pushback. One, I know the Grizzlies are like a, such a sound team and they won 50 whatever games last year, the second most wins in the league, and they were at home and they had Morant and he scored 34 points, the whole thing. That was a depleted Grizzlies team. And when you consider where the league is right now, are the Grizzlies the, I don't know, are they the 10th best team in the league or the 12th best team in the league? Eighth, 10th, 12th, something in that range. So given how depleted they were, I would argue the Knicks lost to like, you know, a team that's maybe a little bit above league average tonight. Not a great, not a great team. Um, that's number one. Number two, I think the Knicks could go out there and beat the teams that they're supposed to beat and not have letdowns and still fail to meet expectations at some point, And it obviously didn't happen tonight. But at some point, the Knicks are going to have to go out there and beat the teams in that second tier of the league. Not saying they got to go out and beat the Milwaukee's and the Boston's and the Golden States and the, you know, and the L.A. Clippers. You know, they don't need to go out and beat those teams. But like the teams in the middle, you're going to have to rack up some wins against them because there's only so many tankers in the league and you're, and you're going to drop a couple games probably against them at some point. So like tonight was an opportunity to, to take a game against a team in that range. In my opinion, they did not do it. It's fine. They're not going to take all of them, but you got to take some of them. And that to, that to me is the difference between high play in and low play in, you know, or potentially not making the playoffs at all, but we'll see. What's up, John. Hey. So we're about, we're 55 minutes in and I thought this would be just a quick refresher. Um, I also, the next super chat uh, is about officiating. I know how you feel. They did not lose this game because of officiating. Do you think they did? No, I will say they're shout out to at Nick's muse on Twitter. First of all, CJ Cervantes. Thank you. Uh, officiating stole that game. Um, I pulled it up and went and got it. This is from at Nick's muse. Do you want to watch a really slowed down, um, frame by frame replay of the John Morant block of Jalen Brunson. Uh, no, but that, that that's the obvious play, right? That was a, a shot and a foul. Let's watch it. So it was a goaltend. And foul. Like you see him land on Brunson's back, and that's the there's like a whole frame of a second that the ball's on the backboard before Jaws' hand gets there. My that's the re- obvious one. That's the obvious one. My yeah. reaction in the moment was first foul, and then Benji immediately said, Oh, goaltend too. And then we looked at it, and yes, it was a goaltend. Remind me, and I, I apologize, I because it's I Everything blends together after a certain while. What was the what was the situation it, when that happened? I believe the game was tied when that happened. So overtime, been, yes, and then it would have been Nick Nick Ball and one. So Nick would have been up two and one. I believe that's the the situation that they were in when that happened. Um, that sounds right. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'll go find it, but if someone wants to put it in the chat, maybe remind us what the, yes, please. I, I got the game log ahead of me too. I'll let you continue with the super chats, but, um, I don't think it was if listen. Yeah. Okay. So here's the situation it was What's early up? in overtime. 
It was because John Morant blocked Jalen Brunson's two point shot. That was 108, 108 with 413 left in overtime. You know, if that was if that was 108, 108 with 113 left in overtime, yes, massive. You were but, able to overcome it in a game though where you I can understand in a game you lose by three points if those aren't the three points you're staring at right there. Like it was 112, 112 two and a half minutes later. So it's like yeah. It matters a lot. It matters a lot. I mean, it matters a lot. But like, then if the Knicks played perfectly tonight, or even close to perfectly, the Knicks didn't play close to perfectly. They missed a obscene number of shots, and they also did not have the attention to detail in the first half that you would like to see. That's why. There's a whole bunch of other one things that you could point to. The yeah. I, mean, I think we've kind of hit it with RJ. If he has just a two percent better shooting nice. night, the Knicks win. Um, I can understand is all I'm saying. If the Knicks lose by three and those aren't the three points you're staring at. Um, yeah, I can understand too. James Lee. Go ahead. What's going on, James? Uh, guess who Macri defended? Guess who Macri defended? Someone like he defends RJ right now early last season. His name rhymes with Julius Randle. Oh, wait, it's Julius Randle. Um, am I defending RJ? No. I see. That's the thing that's tough about the rhetoric tonight is like, there's people looking for a scapegoat in Fournier, but like there's also the you have to go harder at RJ tonight for how bad he was. I just think this is a frustrating loss. So people the way, are emoting. The most <laughs> I think the the way that I'm talking about RJ is actually shows a bigger that's actually more if I was an RJ. Stan or someone who thinks RJ is like a special player, I would actually be more offended at how I'm talking about RJ tonight because I think so little of his chances to be a special player in this league that to me, this game is like, okay, you know, it is what it is. The tougher part is those those two things that are tougher is like he had a really good preseason shooting the ball. So you're hoping that would just carry it over. And like I can I can take bad RJ jump shooting nights. The the shot chart for him, he was three of twelve from the restricted area. Like yeah. this is well, three of twelve from two, three of ten in the restri- in the in the paint. And then three of six from the restricted area. Like the finishing is the the most annoying part for me. And then you add in the fourth quarter when he missed two. It was they were going back and forth. Nobody could hit it two. Um, I'll hear that it's this late in the game, so you're exhausted, but still. Oh, come on, stop. I'm just saying, like, if you want to say tired legs, fine, but I still can't then give Cam uh, the same excuse when the back-to-back possessions of RJ missing a two at the rim, missing another two at the rim, Cam gets the same opportunity and just slams it home, and it's like, oh, so that's how you finish at the rim. Cam has a level of... of I don't want to call it athleticism. It's not athleticism, but like there's a natural talent to him finishing at least. Cam Cam has all the natural ability. RJ got a hundred million dollars because of all of the things that we love to talk about here, which is like he's built for New York and he's a work ethic and the attitude and he's that he's that guy and all this, this stuff. Great. You, <laughs> I could not sound more dismissive. <laughs> no, but it's like <laughs> no, I agree. I fucking, agree. Fucking it's flowers and gumdrops yeah. and candy canes. If you gave him Cam Reddish's God-given ability, then that's your star. That's your star. That's your superstar. That's your that guy. Capital T H A T. He doesn't have that, you know, and that's fine. 
He's gonna be a great. He's gonna be. He's gonna be a very nice player in this league for a very long time. You know. Agreed. Uh, last one I'll stay on for, and then I'll let you. We'll we'll kind of wrap fire through these to to wrap up. Okay. Uh, hey. And that's why. Uh, shout out to JB. There would be no. There. I mean, literally, there. For so many reasons, there would be no next film school without JB. Uh, he is he is still a Knicks film school, always will be a Knicks film school in my mind. Love the new pregame show. The KFS team is amazing. Can't wait to come off the bench a few times this season. Nobody does it better than Mr. Macri. I would I disagree. <laughs> I don't both think- of you, I swear. Thank you, JB. Thank you to everybody that tuned in for the pregame show today to check out me, Sean, Mensa, and um me, Sean, Mensa, and XJ. Uh shout out to our parlay, which was six Mitchell Robinson rebounds and three RJ Barrett three pointers away from hitting, uh, as well as a couple of Dalen Brunson shots too. So only one fourth of that leg that parlay hit. Um, but check out the KFS pregame show, usually an hour to an hour and a half before tip off of each game. Oh, ow. oh my God. Ow. Oh, ouch. Oh no. It's a bloodbath in here. There's gotta be a way to keep my dagger clean and shiny safely than this. This is what I used to deal with when I cut myself shaving before I knew about Manscaped. Which is why I now say thank you, Manscaped, for keeping my dagger slick and ready for wherever the night takes me. Manscaped is trusted by over 6 million men worldwide. Join the movement by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code FILMSCHOOL. It's time to end the days where shaving your balls becomes the final scene of a horror movie. The folks at Manscaped have the perfect package for your package to get this done. The -the below-the-waist grooming leaders have a fourth-generation performance package. Inside, you'll find the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, liquid formulations, and two free gifts. Spooky season is here and Manscaped is getting you set, starting with the Lawnmower 4.0. This fourth generation trimmer also features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. Also included is their weed whacker. This nose and ear hair trimmer is here to whack your weeds and any goblins that come your way. Both the lawnmower and the weed whacker are waterproof. So in the comfort of your own home or in wild waters, these tools are your best friends. Speaking of your best friends, don't forget to give your testies besties the love they desire with Manscaped's liquid formulations. First is the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant. Hey, you put deodorant under your armpits, why not put deodorant on your balls? And can't forget about the Crop Reviver Ball Reviver to give your boys a boost. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their Performance Package 4.0, the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. Spend spooky season using the best tools for the job at Manscaped. Get 20% off and free shipping with promo code FILMSCHOOL at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use promo code FILMSCHOOL. Slay your worst pubes and keep your dagger clean during spooky season at Manscaped. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com Hey guys, quick break to tell you about Factor. Factor makes it easy to eat clean 24-7 with fresh, never-frozen, prepared meals that are so delicious you wouldn't believe they're actually good for you. Factor saves you time by delivering chef-crafted meals to your doorstep, eliminating the hassle of grocery shopping and meal prep. Not to mention cleanup. No dishes to wash here. Each Factor meal arrives pre-prepared and ready to eat in two minutes. That's even faster than ordering in. Factor tackles the tough stuff, so I don't have to. Their registered dietitians and expert chefs work hand-in-hand to create meals with nutritious ingredients. And with 29 meal options each week, I'm never bored. Going off script for this next part to tell you just how convenient and delicious I've found Factor. My to-do list is usually never-ending. I rarely have time for meal prep. When Factor sent me a box to test out, I chose the extra protein option. They sent me a week's worth of meals, and I had no idea just how convenient this was going to be. Each meal comes pre-prepared. You just put it in the microwave for two minutes, wait another two minutes for it to cool down, and boom, in four minutes, my meal is ready, and it's delicious as well. Last night while I was editing this podcast, I heated up the pork shepherd's pie with white cheddar Yukon mash and roasted green beans. Not only was the prep time non-existent, but I was able to get a lunch break in and still get the podcast out for all of you to hear without taking a significant break. They have plenty of other meal options as well. There's vegan and veggie meals, keto, low-calorie options, cold-pressure juices, smoothies, energy bites, plant-based bars, extra protein, the one I chose, veggie sides, and more to keep you fueled and focused all day long. Don't hesitate. Head to go.factor75.com slash filmschool60 and use code filmschool60 to get 60% off your first box. That's code filmschool60 at go.factor75.com slash filmschool60 to get 60% off your first box. Get you some more super chats and we'll, we'll go through the rest of this. Sounds good. All right, Drazov, what's going on? I know it's easy to see Cam at a great game, but do you think the newsletter will break down exactly 
what he did that made him play so well. Not tomorrow's newsletter because um, I am going to try to get a, a more all-encompassing recap. Uh, I think I'm going to spend the entirety of uh, the newsletter for Friday on Cam's game. And uh, I look forward to going and rewatching all those possessions then. So good, good, uh, good thought there. Sam Roth, love the passing from the big man tonight. Randall, iHeart, and Obi. If they do this all season, we're going to be fun. Love all you do. Thank you. Uh, hashtag 53 wins. Um, yeah, I mean, oh, iHeart uh, in particular, um, Isaiah Hartenstein is just, he is a really good passer. He's a really good passer. And I thought Randall was, I thought Randall made so many correct decisions tonight. And that is all I want from him. It's all I want. Shot making is a bonus. One correct decisions. And OB too. OB had a couple of nice passes. Uh, Jim Simonetti. Brutal game from RJ. Poor shot selection. Missed so many easy layups. At least three or four in the fourth and overtime. He'll be better, but he is limited by bad touch. Yeah, you know, it's who he is. It's who he is. Good comment, though. Uh, Dom Cappuccini. The more I think about it, and we'll see soon enough, but I think our depth will carry us against the lesser teams coming up. If they bring that same desire every game, we will win more than we lose. Um, I think the thing that'll carry them forward against the lesser teams is, you know, here's the problem. You know what they should, they should go out against these lesser teams and make it a no doubt about a game. The problem with even the lesser teams in the league, especially the lesser teams in the East like Detroit or Detroit, the two teams were playing the three teams were playing in the next three games, specifically Detroit, Orlando, Charlotte, although Charlotte won't have Lamelo ball. So maybe not them, but like if you're in a game with those teams in the fourth quarter, the Knicks don't have John Morant or any number of, you know, name, name 12 or 15 players who it's like, they don't, they, they don't have that guy. So if you're in a game against those shitty teams in the fourth quarter, well, you better hope you make some shots. You know, and so what's going to be the separating factor? Like, yeah, depth is part of it, but it's also like execution. And it's also like you have guys that theoretically are going to do the little things, whereas the younger, crappier teams are not going to do the little things because they have less experience players or players who just aren't quite as good. You better not find yourself in a game with these teams. This week, make the make have make these no doubt about us, please. For my sanity, uh, Robert Cross, I was waiting. First time, in a long time, John. Tough loss to endure at the resort here in Hawaii. Yeah, I'll bet it is. Uh, respect to the Cam Hive hashtag Cam Hive hashtag fifty three wins. Very noble of you to chime in, Robert. I appreciate that. Um, the main connects. Uh, thanks for the contribution. If this front office was here in the 2019 draft, do you think they still pick RJ? Do they trade out or trade back? And for who? Harrow? Question mark. You know, it's funny. I've never gotten that question. It's a great question. It's a great question. I, I would, it, this, it would be a guess. I, I don't, I don't even want to give an answer because any answer I give has such little conviction. Like I don't, I don't know. Here's what I know. And this has been reported by other people. Ian Begley in particular, maybe not said it in as many words. Mark Berman came on this, on this, on the podcast and, and certainly said it. 
and I've heard it, and I believe I'll, I'm happy to, to to put the reporting tag on it. There are people in the front office that, from the day RJ was with the team, like RJ, and then there are people in the front office that, from the day they drafted him, are not big RJ fans. And there was some division in the front office when they picked him, the day they picked him, and I believe there remains division in the front office now. So, for you to ask that question, do I still think they would have picked RJ? It's asking me like what. Like, what does Walt Perrin think about RJ, or what does World Wide West think about RJ? And like, I don't, I just, I just don't know the answer to those questions. Um, I, I don't know. I, I mean, if you want to ask me to guess, do, my guess would be I would not be shocked if they would have traded down for Garland. That's a guess. That is a literal guess. I have li- like, I'm, that's a that's me throwing a dart, but that is my guess. So. Good question. Kevin Danishevsky, Fournier defender here. We need a shot making. I mean, I, I would agree. He hit three threes tonight. Um, more than more than anybody else, or as many as anybody else. I know Cam hit three also. Um, good comment as always, Kevin. Uh, to do next up. Or maybe we don't have any more. I don't know. Oh no. Justin Henderson. Justin Henderson. Uh, I don't see anything here for for Justin, but thank you for the contribution. Uh Robert Cross with another one. Is it fair and reasonable? I knew I knew we were gonna get a fair and reasonable. Is it fair and reasonable to expect or for me to wait a half an hour before hitting the waves, John? Asking because my mom isn't here. Hashtag 53 wins. I don't even know how to respond to that comment, Robert. You go and hit as many waves as you want. That's my response <laughs> Jacob Slavitt I was wrong Cam's ticket to China is on hold for now we were all wrong I was I had zero faith in this guy as a Nick I had zero faith in this guy as a Nick I did not think there was any chance any chance it would happen here and um, something just happened so great job by the Cam Hive um Jake Nicholson. First time, long time, guys. Thank you for chiming in. Attending my first Knicks game in December from Australia. Great. Awesome. Uh, have fun. Um, wish you a safe trip and hope you enjoy it. Uh, do you think the lineup... Oh, I like this question. Do you think the lineup will stay the same for then or any trades? Mm. I, You know, early season trades are so rare in the NBA. But they do happen occasionally. Occasionally, they do happen. I think. And like, look, who knows what? What like would it shock me if like Grimes was healthy and he played, and like Cam didn't get off the bench on Friday? No, that wouldn't shock me. I, it'll. I'm sure it would shock a lot of people. It would not shock me. Um, it would surprise me a lot. It would not shock me. I think the Knicks are in a really unique situation for a number of reasons. So I'm going to say no. I think that they will not have the same starting lineup for them or the same lineup or the same rotation. Let's say that. I think the, I think someone in the current rotation will not be here by whenever you're going to the game. That's my gut feeling. That's my gut feeling. We'll see. Uh, CT Pittman, what's going on? The longtime MVP of the Super Chat. Ja is phenomenal to watch live. Oh, it's awesome. I'm glad you got to see it live. Wish RJ would have had a better game. 81 more to go. As usual, CT, CT nails it. Um, thank you, as always. 
And that's it. Andrew, pop back in. Um, Knicks Film School, thank you for tuning in, everyone. Back at it before and after the home opener on Friday. Hashtag 53 wins. <laughs> Listen, up. only way you get 53 wins is with 29 losses, John. Uh, let's talk about a great line. Uh, I predicted 43 in my newsletter yesterday. I will, I'll will stick with 43. I think that's... Um, I think that's fine. I, I, there are positives to take about this game tonight. By the way, like I know it's a, an annoying loss, but no, of course, no. The, there are positives to take. The, there's a ton of positives. I and, and I'll say this: last season, I know I sat here. Well, not here. I sat across my living room, <laughs> and I was convinced. <laughs> I sat in the same chair. Yeah, you sat there, different there. spot in my living room, <laughs> um, and I was convinced. Convinced because I had even built it up in my own mind before the Celtics game. I was like, I know it's game one of 82. I think this is a big game. And I was convinced that because they pulled out that game, even though it was like very, very iffy how they pulled it out, I was convinced that because they picked, pulled out that game, I was like, this team's going to do something special this year. I think it's going to be a special year. Mm. And that, that the way they won that game and, you know, the big shots and the whole thing, I was like, all right, we're on our way. And I was very wrong. So for me to sit here now and be like, man, st- still on that win might have made the difference in the in setting the tone and the whole thing. You know, the answer to that question, I think, is going to be dependent on how mentally tough this team is or is not. And I think in how they responded to being down tonight and responded on just possession to possession and not giving in and not letting go of the rope. I think if you're looking, the biggest reason to be encouraged tonight, I think if you're a Knicks fan is I I think they were mentally tough tonight. I I do think that they were, they were bad in some ways and they obviously could not miss make shots, but I think they were, I think they showed toughness and mental toughness and like, so I mean, man, they're going to need it. Which, I I promise I was not paid to say this, everybody. This is why you have a coach like Tom Thibodeau. Well, we'll see. Hopefully is going to make sure this team is prepared to, you know, come out, come out guns a blazing on Friday. And with the mental toughness you need after a tough loss like this. We'll we'll I'm see. At, I'm looking at it. They they outscored they outscored Memphis. 62 to 47 in the second half. Okay, great. Outside of overtime, outside of overtime. I mean, but like a, a Memphis team that scored 36 in the second quarter, they like bared down and they were able to hold them to under, uh, under, I said, you got to keep them under 50 per half. And they had 52 in the second half. Yeah, they fought, they fought. And that's great. And that's, that's some credit to Tibbs and the whole thing. But like, you know, there's a, <laughs> what? There's a powder keg here also. Like you have some guys who are very secure, specifically the three guys who are on nine figure contracts. Um, Mitchell Robinson, you throw in there too. Uh, Hardenstein, Fournier. But like you got two guys, three guys, excuse me, in Obi Toppin and sorry, I, four, because I th- throw Grimes in. Even I know he's starting the second year of his rookie deal, but like. Quentin Grimes, Emmanuel Quickly, Obi Toppin, Cam Reddish. These are guys who are, are are trying to get to the place where every every guy, like after you get drafted, 
the next goal, I'll never forget the conversation I had with Kevin Knox's father after his rookie year where he was like, all right, now the goal is that second contract. Mm -hmm. Like That's what every guy who gets drafted, it's like, all right, let's get to the second contract. What's that second contract going to look like? And those are four guys, well, now four, because Cam has brought himself into the conversation, who want to, they want to accomplish certain things this year. And Tibbs, I, I call it a powder keg because like, again, there's only so many minutes to go around and who are the best guys who deserve those minutes. And you have 11 guys for, for 10 spots and yeah. his job, his work is cut out for him and he has not historically been always the best at handling dicey situations. Yeah. The, and I, I you know, I, love yeah, them. I know. I, the, in a vacuum, the reason I thought they were able to make the comeback tonight was like, oh, this was a, this is like a, to an extent, a coaching comeback because I thought they were able to, despite some really bad shooting performances, really bear down on some tough possessions against the the Grizzlies and like hold them to a certain extent. Um, the larger conversation with Tibbs is like you said, the the point of winning forty two wins this year when well, that, you that, have that, kids on these contracts that. That's organization. We could find out there, right, but that's what I'm saying. Like the larger conversation is well, that is, that the is. only reason you have Tibbs is to try and win games. But should you be when you have all these kids well, on these contracts nobody, that are, you know, you're trying you're, to you're, figure out their second contract? You're also theory. I mean, look, you're also trying to instill great habits. I mean, you are? I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I say this facetiously, but if for me, I could be like, well, Cam, clearly Tom Thibodeau is the coach that Cam Reddish has always needed. <laughs> no, but like, I, I know I, you're saying it. But see, I could sit here and yeah, yeah. say that with a straight face. I don't know if I believe that. I think I sit the, here and say the, it. the argument for the why is only why is Obi only playing 13 minutes is like you'd rather him like learn through the mistakes of well, winning a close game like this. Whereas I don't know if they are this close down the stretch if Obi plays 35 minutes tonight. And, I don't and, know, which is the, the bigger question. And we're at minute 77 of this, and I can't believe this is the first time that I'm bringing this up because it was arguably the most important thing that happened in Knicks land today, but Ian Bagley, mm. actually, it's not even one report. It's two reports. He, he had his predictions column that dropped yesterday in which he predicted that a player that has been drafted by the Leon Rose regime will get traded before next season. And then today, he um, had a, again, folks, no one is more careful in yeah. their, with their wording and yeah. what, when they put something out. Ian says so much. I, he would never say this, but I will say it uh, and you take it or leave it. He says so much less than he knows. And if he says something like the Knicks are not going to pay both Obi Toppin and Emmanuel quickly and look for the team to explore training one of those players in the near, in the some not too distant future, oh, boy, you better believe to take that report seriously. Um, and with the too many, players in for the rotation on this team as it is um, with the need to move Fournier. Um, the notion of a, a, some kind of trade in the not too distant future. I, I don't know. What does this mean? Mr. Futternick. Ian is the Jonathan. <laughs> I can't even read this. Was straight Ian is the Jonathan Macri of Andrew Claudio's. That's great. Thanks. <laughs> Shout out to David Futterdick in California. One, one more super chat from you know who. Okay. Oh, of course. 
<laughs> Robert Cross, first time, long time, John. In the wise words of Mitch, relax. I like that. That's a great way to end it about RJ. One of 82 games, hashtag 53 wins. I knew Robert Cross was going to get the final word in on RJ Barrett. I knew it. I knew it. All right. Um, the Knicks went into overtime. We went into overtime here. This was fun. Uh, great comments tonight. Uh, great great um, support from everybody out there uh, watching. Uh, thank you for listening tomorrow on the post game. Andrew, anything else before we get out of here? Nope. John and Benji tomorrow night on the pod. So that would drop Friday morning. And then we're back at it pre and post on Friday nights uh, of the Knicks home opener against the Detroit Pistons. Some pressure on them that game? If they don't win that game and it is like last year where we saw a bunch of the the slogging performances against teams I think they're better than, then we maybe some cause for concern on the, the post game that night. I'll say it now. I think they win that game. I do too. I think they win that game. And I I'll go a step further. I think they win it by a lot. And we could pull up that Bill Simmons tweet about Jalen Duran and be like, huh. Seems like we should be overreacting to one game or at least one half. Anyway, I, that's it for me. All right. We will uh, we'll see you guys on Friday night. And uh, everybody take care. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.